I'm a shoot. He's a shoot. She's a shoot. Because we're all shoots. Hey! That's right. It's the one and only Shoot Brothers podcast. Uh, hosted by myself. Mike the Shoot Shepherd. Cameron Goodberger Osborne. Bang, bang. Case, for those that didn't get the reference. Great movie. Great song. But that's not what we're here to talk about. We're here to talk about the wrestling world. Um, there's lots going on. We got a pay-per-view this weekend. WrestleMania backlash, they call it, but it's just backlash for the most of it. It just ba- it's just <laughs> plain old backlash. We don't need to put all these fancy names before. I guess we're taking advantage of the brand, I think, maybe still. You know, we still we, we liked that logo so much. We wanted to keep it uh, just for one more week. But who knows? We could see WrestleMania Money in the Bank coming, oh, <laughs> coming, no. up, that... <laughs> coming up soon. Or that might be ridiculous. Big show this week. Yeah, like you said, main rosters uh, heading down uh, heading down to the old pay-per-view lane backlash. Always that first pay-per-view back. A big episode of Dynamite with a lot of Double or Nothing uh, implications. We'll get to a little bit later on. Their show coming up at the end of the month. But before we kick off the week, let's get to a crowning a new Tweet of the Week champion. It's the Tweet of the Week. It's the tweet of the week. Oh boy! Oh. I'm double hyped. Double hyped now. Uh, double hyped night because you're a brand new tweet of the week champion and a first time tweet of the week champion dethroning the great Daniel Bryan. Who I no no word, no word on new deal or new signing. Mm-hmm. He's out there. Uh, he is out there in the world. Uh, well, I haven't heard anything about that. But our brand new tweet of the week champion is uh, none other than at Matt Hardy. You remember him? Of course. Of course, how can you forget him? Uh, he sent out a tweet, just a big question to a bunch of his fans, uh, saying, we started together, would you like to see us finish together? Hashtag Hardy Bros. And then had, uh, <laughs> uh, it, it was like a, a video compilation of, of course, that, uh, that that first TLC match. Yeah. Did he say Hardy Bros and not Hardy Boys? Sorry, Hardy Boys. <laughs> I was gonna. Say, I think that's Matt Riddle's tag. I know. I think I'm, I've got Riddle <laughs> on the brain lately, and I don't know why. Uh, mm, Matt Hardy. I don't know. Matt Hardy walking away <laughs> with the brand new Tweet of the Week champion. Congratulations, Mr. Hardy. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe the. I don't know. If, has Jeff ever? Does Jeff tweet much? Maybe this might be the first Hardy in general. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Is is he is the first Hardy? Uh, Jeff or Matt? Yeah, I know Matt's wife likes to tweet. She might be able to catch on there someday. Yeah, uh, yeah, she's uh, she, she never she's never won a championship. You know, it is a diff. It is you know, it's it's <laughs> it's it's honestly one of the more competitive championships, uh, in professional wrestling right now. Yeah, anyone, it's up. Anyone can be a contender. One of the biggest shoot championships on the planet. Let's move. Uh, let's move into our wrestling week, uh, shall we? You know, um. This it's 2021. Well, but here uh, on Friday night, it certainly doesn't feel like that. It is the <laughs> throwback episode of SmackDown Live. Okay, folks, it's Friday night. It's time for SmackDown Live. It, uh, it used to be on Tuesday, but then uh, I think it was on Friday before, though. No, no, wait. We used to film it on a Thursday and then release it. It's just SmackDown Live. Which I think means a lighter blue uh, color. New, uh, new, or uh, the the signage kind of font. That old WWE font. 
Yeah, the retro graphics, the intro music. And of course, yeah. you know, and of course the big uh the big prop that we're all waiting for, the <laughs> giant fist. Yeah, I thought they did a pretty cool job of uh, you know, probably the my favorite use of that AR 3D technology they've had yet with the having the projected fist in all its glory just sitting there. Just the fist. Uh still I think disappointing. Uh, what, you wanted the real fist? Didn't everyone want the real fist? <laughs> I think, yeah, but... I mean, a computer uh, animation, that takes some fucking OCAD kid an hour and a half to build up. You know, not, <laughs> no, I a, thought it was a... not a wrecking ball of metal and carnage. I liked it. Okay. But, uh, no, the stage itself, too, looked a bit different. Like, it seemed like, uh, you know, they had some Thunderdome on the actual ramp no they, the camera and stuff like they've that. been doing that for like weeks now have they yeah yeah, I, yeah I think i noticed it first to you because <laughs> um or, or like whatever this iteration of the thunderdome is you know like remember like they move stadiums right or they moved arenas yeah. okay maybe it was just the throwback threw me off so i'm like yeah, oh maybe wh- that's different. wherever they are now uh does that yeah okay uh well that's not all we got the commentary team had their throwback outfits mm-hmm. we had Pat McAfee looking like classic Vince McMahon there with the the blue suit, and uh, Michael Cole looking like classic Cole with uh, the whole denim outfit. That was like the that was like the official backstage outfit for a couple of years in WWE. And it looked good. Denim. It looked good. Yeah, it looked good. Um, there was one little clip that uh, didn't air on the show. It was just Pat McAfee making his entrance, and he was doing the whole Vince McMahon impression. It's pretty funny. He does a good Vince. Everyone does a good Vince. <laughs> I mean, he's doing. He, yeah, he's been doing a great job. I think we yeah. all agree since uh, coming to SmackDown. Yeah, but uh, yeah, other than other than the presentation, of course, they did classic moments played throughout the night, the classic clips. But gotta kill time. Let's get to the modern stuff. Uh, the big dog Roman Reigns comes out with his tribe. Just talks about beating Daniel Bryan and banishing him, and then Paul Heyman. Does a mock ten bell salute, just doing the ding. Uh, you can see Roman cracks. Roman up cracks up a little bit. A little bit. I don't ding. think he was expecting it to be so uh, over the top. We'll say. Uh, yeah, it was funny, but uh, yeah, Roman says, you know, with Daniel Bryan's absence, we're going to replace him with someone who will certainly acknowledge me. And then Uso, the music hits. That's right, Jimmy Uso. He's back. He's looking great. Finally healed. Ready to go. Uh, yeah, Tribe's looking stronger. But then Cesaro comes out. He interrupts everything. Starts talking about Roman. And uh, I don't know. He had, he had this interesting jacket on. What would you describe Cesaro's jacket as? I would describe Cesaro's jacket as... Uh, like tactical? It had like belts and stuff on the shoulder? Yeah, I feel like that's fashion. <laughs> I, feel like I mean, it's fashion, aren't belts, yeah. Aren't belts fashion? <laughs> I honestly don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I just noticed it. But uh, but then Rollins comes out. He jumps Cesaro from behind, and they're fighting. So officials have to separate them. And then out comes former SmackDown general manager Teddy Long. He just says, "Hold on, player." With the power that Adam Pearce has given him, uh, Cesaro's gonna fight Rollins, and if he beats him tonight, he gets a universal title shot at Backlash. So. Uh, yeah, Rollins slams Cesaro into steel steps and beats him up because we're going to jump right into the match here. Jump right in. Not a bad opening yeah. segment if we have to if we have to do the kick off the show with a promo. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, bring bring bringing the Uso back, I think, is the uh, is the coolest part here. Yeah, Jimmy Uso. We've been waiting for a while. You know, we got a little tease during the Jay Roman feud, but looks like he's ready to compete again. So one of the best tag teams just returned. Amen. Uh, they also did a couple times the nice, funny little throwback vintage commercials like the ice cream bars and the Ico Pro bodybuilding narrated by Vince. Fun stuff. Oh, yeah, I like the uh, <laughs> I think I really only caught the ice cream bar one, though. Yeah, those are real. You can buy them now. Really? Well, buy them now. <laughs> now like they're on Roman sale. Roman and Becky Lynch and shit. WWEshop.com. Yeah, no, I saw them at Metro. Oh, really? I should have bought a box. Sure, you oh. should have. Snacking away on them right now. Oh, my uh, God. Sure. <laughs> anyways, let's get to this match here. Seth Rollins, Cesaro. Uh, you know you're going to get good stuff with these two. Just a bunch of cool little reversals, pin attempts, back and forth. Uh, the Usos are on the outside, but they start getting too close. And Seth Rollins just gets pissed off at them, shoves Jay to the floor, yells at him. So Jimmy super kicks Seth behind the ref's back, and then Cesaro uh, hits him with the neutralizer. Gets the win. One of the biggest wins in his career. Um, you know, it's, give, it's giving him a main event. Yeah, you know, one-on-one or... universal title. Uh, that should be damn good. Which is a big deal these days because all the eyes are on Roman Reigns. If we're looking, you know, kind of within our main roster here, all the eyes are on that Universal Championship and how great it's been. Uh, and really, with Daniel Bryan gone, we haven't seen Edge since WrestleMania. Like, there is no top baby face here on SmackDown right now. Maybe Kevin Owens? Maybe. Yeah, yeah. Kind of already went through them. Uh, yeah, we already we already had that match, which was also fantastic. Yeah, very uh, good. So yeah, is having Cesaro in this match will just give us a little a little something more to cheer for, you know? Yeah, I mean, most of us don't expect him to win, but he put, he could put on a really good show and lead to like a Kofi Bania run somewhere down the line where yeah. the fans demand Cesaro and we get him. The fans, we can change the world, you know. Yeah, we can change the world. Uh, all you have to do. Take a look at yourself and make the change. But uh, is that a lyric? Yeah, man in the mirror. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, backstage, Roman and Seth have their their first little interaction in quite some time. Uh, possibly since the uh, the Shield disbanded. Yeah, at least since their new, uh, you know, the the Chief and the Messiah. Yes. So they're both not happy about what's going on, and they kind of. But uh, yeah, they kind of just part ways. But. And then Roman scolds Jimmy backstage for mistakes he made. But Jimmy's just like, I ain't going to let you talk to me like that. I ain't your bitch. And then he walks off. So some more drama than them. I mean, Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns are destined to have another match. Yeah. One day. And who knows? I mean, yeah, the the tribal chief and the Monday Night Messiah, that just has a good kind of ring to it. You know, it's it's a match we've seen before, just with two completely different versions uh of themselves yeah so it could feel like a whole different thing <sighs> baby that could happen that could be happening maybe that's our summer slam <laughs> who knows yeah that could be cool uh ruby riot takes on carmella pretty short match you know mella's trying to cheat so uh Liv stops her ruby goes for a jackknife pin but then carmella just turns it into the code of silence ruby taps out and now we won't see the riot squad for two months yeah, sounds about right. Another quick one in the books. Yeah, nothing, uh, nothing, nothing to be gained from that 
for anyone, really. Unfortunately. Unfortunately, no. Uh, and yeah, this was one of what <laughs> two women's matches we what we had one and a half women's matches uh, <laughs> yeah. on the card this week. Yeah, a bit of a disappointing for the women this week, but uh, we did have one more segment with them as Bailey comes out to pay tribute to some of the past women. She just shows some legends, you know, like Lita, Trish, Beth Phoenix, all those greats. Uh, she even shows the modern champion, Bianca Belair. And she cuts a promo on the title match coming up, and Belair comes out to give her her rebuttal. But then Bailey just laughs, tries to attack her. Belair blocks, tosses her, but then Bailey fights dirty. She grabs Bianca by the big earring and just starts throwing her around. Uh, yeah, and then she hits her finisher and lays her out. So Bailey stands tall. Bailey stands tall in the classic underestimating your opponents. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's going to come back to bite you in the butt. There, Bailey, coming up at WrestleMania Backlash <laughs> this weekend. We uh, we haven't really seen Bianca Belair. I guess none of the, I guess none of our champions have really had like a match, uh, you know, or a bigger match since uh, coming back or since WrestleMania. So uh, and yeah, the, that Bianca Belair match was one of the best matches on the whole Mania card. So let's uh, let's bring that magic back. Yeah, I think uh, this is going to be, I mean, this is Bailey's first big match in a couple months. She can deliver. It's going to be a lot of fun. Seems like it, or at least since she was champion. Yeah, like, uh, yeah, that's true. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, So backstage, Jay and Jimmy are talking things out. and uh, Yeah, Jimmy says he meant what he said about being Roman's bitch. You've been fighting all his battles. He's done nothing for you, so. Yeah, they're not on the same page. Not on the same page about that, but uh, unfortunately, like Jey Uso, I th- I think Roman Reigns is going to have to teach Jimmy Uso a lesson. I, he's going to have to teach him. He's going to teach yeah, him to respect. Might be, respect. A, might be going that way. Imagine uh, if that's like what carries us out kind of through the summer now. Like we had Roman and Jay was last fall and winter, and now spring and summer is Roman and Jimmy. Uh, it would be so confusing. To, it feels like we're having the same matches again. It would be so confusing to look at. Uh, but who knows? Yeah. We could be going that way. We could be, but, uh, well, things change because Dolph Ziggler was supposed to take on Rey Mysterio. But before the match, gets on the mic, starts insulting Dominic. So uh, Dominic's the one to step in here, take on Ziggler one-on-one. But, uh, you know, Ziggler gets a little too cocky, starts going for uh, a vertical suplex. Dominic reverses it. Small package. Holds Ziggler down for the three count. Big win for Dom. Yeah, just fucking hoping <laughs> that these guys win. Yeah, there's no uh, no reason not to. Like, this this is the match we're getting at Backlash. Yeah, put, put, the, has, uh, put the belt on little Dominic. <laughs> no, big Dominic, little Ray. Big Dominic, little Ray. <laughs> Uh, okay, let's get some hot women. Let's get time for some hot ladies action. Hot ladies action, baby. Give it to me. All right, it's ladies night. Uh, ladies night, and the feelings right. <laughs> we got Tamina taking on the one and only Reginald. Um, yeah. So some some intergender wrestling mm-hmm. every once in a while. Don't get to see it too often. Up. We haven't seen this since James Ellsworth. Yeah. Uh, so, of oh. course, Reggie's trying to avoid contact, just flipping all around. Uh, but eventually, Tamina gets a hold of him, hits a big super kick, goes for the super fly splash. 
But uh, Naya and Shayna attack him to cause the DQ. So uh, I guess she still technically beat him. Camino, so. Yeah, I guess. Uh, this this was not good. No. Natalia runs out after. But uh, yeah, this they announced that this match is going to actually take place on SmackDown for the titles this Friday. So it's not even on the pay-per-view. It feels weird. Maybe this this is like the second time where to avoid or to avoid a pre-show, put a match on the Friday the night before. Uh, we did this with yeah. the women, or we did this with the SmackDown tag. Yeah, that's what it was. The SmackDown yeah. tag, um, which I guess is a weird, weird. It's a, it's like a different way to kind of market that. I mean, if it's only two days difference, uh, you yeah. might as well get more I eyes mean- on the television show. <laughs> Since everyone else will be watching it, yeah, this gave me huge James Ellsworth uh, like flashes. Um, <laughs> mainly because Money in the Bank is coming up. Like, I get well, it's not coming up. It's like the next one after this weekend, probably yeah, what mid June. Uh, and I was just like, oh my god, I can't have another James Ellsworth situation uh, in this women's division. I was uh, looking, looking a little bit into like statistics and things like that. Found this account, the Unstable Nerd. Don't need to look into it, but they had posted. <laughs> um, they looked at all the uh, women's matches runtime between January and then uh, two SmackDowns ago. So that was the one on the second, or was that one SmackDown ago? One SmackDown ago mm-hmm. uh, on the second. And since the end of January, the SmackDown women's wrestling has combined for uh, a little over 10 minutes. Wow. Uh, or sorry, like rather has had a match, hasn't had a match over 10 minutes, sorry, uh, since the end of January. Uh, we had Nia and Tamina, it was a 2 minute 35 minute match. Then Natalia Shayna, 225, Tamina Nia, 225. Uh, Bianca Natalia, that was a 9 minute and 24 second uh-huh. match. Almost. Uh, the week after though, we did get two matches. We got Sasha and Nia for 6 minutes and 7 seconds, and then Bianca Shayna for 1 minute and 3 seconds. Uh, what else do we have? Um, even, t- uh, 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 back in February, we had the opportunity to make something happen because we had multi-women matches. We had Natalia and Tamina on the Riot Squad for three minutes and five seconds. And then we had Bianca, Reggie, Sasha against Bailey, Nia, and Shayna for five minutes and four seconds. <laughs> uh, you're hearing it right. There has not been a women's match on SmackDown that has lasted more than nine minutes and 24 seconds since the end of January. Uh, that's something, eh? Just on SmackDown. Yes, We're not talking uh, about the Raw Women's Division. We're not talking about anything over there. Isn't that weird after we came off of, like, possibly the hottest streak in that SmackDown Women's Championship ever? Yeah, they really, really did uh, take a bit of a nosedive there. Yeah, <laughs> weird. It, 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 I mean, I guess, you know, kind of the ebbs and flows of it all. But I felt like for at least last summer, like, Bailey got us through last summer. And then yeah. Roman got us through the fall and the winter. <laughs> and now uh, we're at this point where no one's getting us through. You know, it's still just we're going to keep keep it on Roman or something. It's uh, it's real. It's a real shame to see this belt fall apart the way that it has. Yeah, I mean, there was a couple call ups as well that we expected that haven't happened or might not happen. Might at not all. even happen. Uh, so I don't know. But there, I mean, at the same time, there's plenty of people that they could be using that they're not like. Liv Morgan's not going to be wrestling again for a long time. For no reason. 
but <laughs> oh, I, I thought you were gonna follow up because like, oh, she has an injury. But then I, more I no, thought about it, I was like, just, yeah, for I no think reason. Just, yeah. yeah, just no reason. They're just, they're <laughs> yeah, just not no. gonna come back. <laughs> but let's go on here. Uh, we got how many people? Ten. Ten men. Yeah, sure. That, <laughs> not that it matters. It's all the same. Uh, you you yeah. know you know who it is. It's all the heels in that mid card versus all the baby faces on the mid card. Uh, and we, but just normal Baron Corbin. <laughs> yeah, I mean he's still King Corbin, but he's why not a king? But they still call him the king. Yeah, Doesn't matter. I think he was wearing uh, his dumb crown too. Yeah, I know. Anyways, eventually Nakamura hits a Kinsasha on Sami Zayn, but then Corbin gets the blind tag. Hits the end of days, gets the win. Yes, uh, I guess you know we kind of had this, this one of those matches where we had these all bunch of mini feuds going on. We had Biggie and Apollo Cruz, they're doing their thing, of course. Uh, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, they're doing their thing, of course. Gabe, Gable and Otis and Street Profits, there's your kind of tag uh, connection. Um, Chad Gable, though, can we? Is he, we need to add under. I think there needs to be a shooty for underrated. Because I think there is yeah. a shooty for overrated. Uh, <laughs> this guy, Chad Gable, man, he's the coolest. Oh, yeah, he's damn good. Damn good wrestler. Uh, he should be used a lot more. Oh, yeah, he should be. So let's, uh, that's it. We're making the category for him. <laughs> All right. Underrated award of the year. The Chad Gable Memorial Award. <laughs> the Shorty G <laughs> Memorial oh, no. Award. No more. Never again. Never again. But uh, that was the last match. But there's one final segment. You know, Roman's having a little sit down with Jay and tells him he's the he loves the family, loves your brother, wants to give him the same opportunities. So let's go out to the ring and find out where everybody stands. Okay. Okay. That sounds like an ultimatum to me. Yeah. Well, Roman comes out, starts to speak, but then Jimmy interrupts. Uh, he plays the footage of Roman and Jay in the, the Hell in a Cell I Quit match. And, uh, Roman just tells him to fall in line, stand with us, or take your ass home. So Jimmy walks out, but then Jay goes after her to stop him and says, Just acknowledge him, bro, and we can get back to doing our thing. But then back inside the ring, Cesaro attacks Roman. So Jay goes in to help him, but Cesaro beats him down. So now Jimmy's conflicted, but he jumps in the ring to help his brother. But Cesaro fights him off. So he starts just hitting, he's beating off three men at once. That didn't sound good. <laughs> <laughs> he's fighting off three men at once. <laughs> he hits uh, both Usos with the neutralizer. And then, <laughs> I can't even do this now. He walks over. Yeah, Cesaro kills everyone and he stands tall. Cesaro kills everyone, stands tall to close the show. That's what you really have to know. You know what? Cesaro, who is the one, Cesaro is next in line for that Universal Championship. But I yeah. think the Jimmy J is what's going to carry the blue, bl the blue brand right now. Uh, J getting Jimmy Uso uh, to yield to the tribal chief to roman reigns uh that's what's gonna that's what's really gonna pull on our heartstrings on on this smackdown show for the next little while well i think we do uh you know having jimmy and jay on the same side opens up that tag division that, you know, that ray and dominic that have a terrible first tag division and there's yeah, one thing yeah. WWE loves. They love putting all the gold on one group of people. Whether you're the Undisputed <laughs> Era, whether you're the Hurt Business, RIP, whether you're Charlotte Flair. Uh, <laughs> everyone, everyone, or uh, Asuka. 
I think she's held both at a couple times. Uh, yeah, yeah. There's been a. Uh, yeah, that was SmackDown. Yeah, throwback. Yeah. By the end of the night, I forgot it was throwback. Yeah, it was just kind of it just kind of <laughs> blended into everything else. Uh, yeah. I mean, at least there wasn't a parade of legends. We don't need to see them all every time. Well, this isn't. Well, I mean, I guess until we get Smack Twenty Five. Oh, uh, yeah. The 25th anniversary of SmackDown, of course. Uh, That's soon. Sooner than later. I'm sure it's coming up soon. Um, well, uh, yeah, it was great. Yeah, another great show. Really can't wait to uh, that Roman Cesaro match. Uh, yeah. Let's move across. Let's move through the weekend and move on to. Let's just get this over with. Let's just get <laughs> this over with. Of course, we're talking about Monday Night Raw. Let's get Raw. <laughs> Fourth place brand. The four. <laughs> wait, wait. So you're saying it's like SmackDown, NXT, 205 Live. Well, Raw? Are you, but are you I, throwing I'm just AEW in dynamite. There? Oh, okay, I just mean yeah, the four yeah. shows we cover. The uh, big four. 100%. 100%. This is the worst <laughs> of the four shows, but it's also the longest lasting. It's also yeah. the longest time-wise. <laughs> and I think to me, that's what I noticed the most. Isn't that Raw sucks? It's that Raw sucks for a longer period of time for that extra hour. Because Dynamite yeah. has shitty episodes. Sure. NXT yeah. will have a shitty yeah. e- It happens, but it's only two hours of a shitty episode instead of extrapolate that to three uh i I know vince i know you're listening just cut off that third hour but it can't be worth it it can't be worth it there's gotta be a better way well let's just kick this off uh with some women's action six women's tag charlotte flair nia jack Shayna baszler taking on mandy rose dana brooke and oscar um but yeah, you know, it was okay. He had Reggie being Reggie. Everyone's arguing in the ring when all of a sudden Alexa Bliss appears on the stage uh, with the swing set and everything. Just her and Lily just kind of swinging around. And These women were so distracted, <laughs> they didn't even notice a playground being set up on the top of the stage. Well, I don't think it was. I think it was teleported in. Oh, okay. Okay. Just want to make sure. Just want to make sure. Yeah. But. Anyways, Alexa says she's out here to keep uh, their eye on someone. And then she just laughs, and the match continues. But then uh, some supernatural shit starts happening. As Shayna Baszler, um, she's trying to walk to the corner, and she appears to be attacked by some invisible force. She can't move. It's like holding her down. And uh, Asuka takes advantage, hits the big shining wizard, gets the win. But before she can even celebrate, Charlotte attacks Asuka. And they, they kind of stare off at Alexa. Or I don't know. Alexa yeah, yeah they, they, they look. <laughs> they look. <laughs> they just kind of look down but, there. But, uh, yeah, voodoo black magic was being used here. I mean, the big ups. Monday Night Raw starting with six women in the match. In a match? Fantastic. It, it, it wasn't a 25-minute over-a-commercial promo by MVP and Bobby Lashley. That being said, eight minutes and 40 seconds. Uh, you know, you know, it would have been nice. Maybe there's a lot of women going on. There's a lot of women around here. Uh, so I guess this means that Alexa Bliss is. I mean, I just I don't know. <laughs> I don't Get know. Get in the ring, have a match. Well, yeah, and that's what seems weird. Like I don't, f- I, 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 the belt wouldn't come off Rhea Ripley. Probably not, right? Like that'd be a bold thing to bring a girl up from NXT. 
Yeah. And have her lose it without like even having a real big title defense. Yeah, and that's not a good feud for her to be in right now. That's not a good feud for her to be in anyways. (laughs) Well, my worst, what what I hate most about this, uh, uh, Shayna Baszler, her knee buckles or something. Oh, that was the that was the magic. Yeah, the, the only paranormal. like actual uh, Shayna Baszler, the only person in that ring who could legitimately kick your ass. <laughs> like, why her? <laughs> that seems like well, a Dana Brooke thing. That seems like a Dana Brooke. Your leg buckles, not like the actual person who you know should be do getting better than this. Does that make sense? Well, she couldn't. Uh, it wasn't her fault. It was a, the ghost powers of Alexa oh, okay. that pushed her leg down. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Feel bad. Yeah. I mean, you know, constantly feeling bad for Shayna. <laughs> hey, she's a vampire. Don't feel too bad. Oh yeah, that was sweet. I want that again. <laughs> Let's do that. <laughs> Jesus, I forgot. That was so cool. Yeah. That was WrestleMania, right? Yeah, that was last. At year. Mania thirty six. Yeah. Well, yeah. Her and Becky. That was sweet. Uh, backstage, we see MVP enter Braun Strowman's locker room to talk some business. Because Bobby would rather fight just Braun. You know, Drew's already had a shot. So let's see if we can make this happen. Okay. Uh, but then some more backstage stuff as we see a man we haven't seen in a long time. The uh, modern day Maharaja, Jinder Mahal, cuts a promo. Uh, and he's got some new uh, some new goons with him. Oh, uh, I was going to from... say the Singh brothers really beefed up. <laughs> no, not quite. I mean... Uh, these are the guys that we saw briefly in NXT that Indus share, or at least one of them. Oh was. shit, that's where, yeah, okay, I was just, I've been trying to rack my brain, where the fuck do I remember these guys from? Yeah, so we saw them a little bit, but right. same brothers are and, gone. Right, uh, if you're curious at all, um, uh, you know, just like I kind of differentiated Matt and Mike Seidel the other day, uh, Shanky is lanky. <laughs> And the other, <laughs> and the other one's beer. <laughs> so, right. so uh, if if you ever need that help, if you ever need that, there you go. That'll work. There you go. Uh, but he's not here just to talk. He's here to wrestle. Uh, and I guess you could call his opponent kind of a return. We haven't seen him in a while, Mister Jeff Hardy here. So, uh, Jinder versus Jeff, and Jinder. I don't know. I haven't seen him in a while, so I don't know how long he's had a shaped head going now, but. Yeah, he had he had hair last time we saw him. Yeah, so that's a new look for him. Yep. Uh, anyways, Jinder is back, and uh, maybe he's going to get another little push because he kind of gets the dominant win here, hits the Coloss, uh, gets the victory. So, I don't know. Hopefully not to the WWE title level. <laughs> yeah, sure. No, give it. No, feed him. Feed him to Lashley. I don't care because uh, I've got well, Roman. Because yeah. I've got Roman over on the other show. <laughs> Fucking give him to Lashley. I don't give a shit. Uh, yeah, it's just, you know, it's always a thing when I feel like a guy like Jim Hall comes back. Uh, it's just push him or don't. Like, and, and, you know, don't get, you know, or, you know is this going to be another one of those half-assed Monday Night Raw pushes? Or is it an actual push? Like, yeah, if you want him to be the fucking Bobby Lashley's opponent, great. Make him Bobby Lashley's next opponent. Don't have him whimper out. Uh, poor Jeff Hardy, though. <laughs> Yeah, uh, at this point, I don't know. Uh, yeah, he probably doesn't. Uh, I don't even know. I don't know. What to and say. and you know, and this match happened <laughs> after Matt Hardy won the tweet of the week. So, uh, you know, imagine that. That would shit would explode, right? People would flip cars. Things would go on fire if the Hardy Boys reunited in AEW. Um, right? I mean, it would be right. Like the grid, would. the pow- the grid would go down. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it would be that. No, it wouldn't be that big. Okay, okay, okay. 
it'd be people would be happy and excited mm-hmm. but it wouldn't be like uh uh you know edge returning to reunite with christian right 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 Could never say never never say never but uh let's say bro because we got the rk bro teaming up with the new day an eight-man tag action to take on AJ Styles, Omos, Elias, and Riker. And, uh, yeah, we got to see some Omos early on in the match. Kind of just beating people up, and Orton comes face-to-face, wants nothing to do with him. Uh, so then on the outside, the New Day just grab AJ by his... They both grab him by his feet, split his legs like a like a chicken bone. <laughs> start spinning him around, uh, stretching that groin out, but... Uh, so this causes Omos to go out after them, which back in the ring, Orton's alone with Elias. Hits him with the RKO. Gets the win. So just like that, I know he wasn't the one pinned, but Omos now has a loss on his record. Oh, no. A six-man <laughs> loss record. Eight-man, sorry. I mean, yeah. He wasn't even knocked down off his feet. but Still so. not, but still, it's still a dull, it's still a loss. Still, it's still in the if loss they, column. If they had records and rankings. If you went to Pro Fight DB and they, you know, bold and highlight the name, you know, in the columns, you would see one on that right side. That's true. Uh, so anyways, after the match, Randy just hits his own teammates, the New Day, with RKO's out of nowhere. Because he's Orton. He's a dick. Exactly. No, keep up that. Don't give me smile, <laughs> smiley face Randy Orton. Like, obviously you're pissed at Kofi. Didn't, didn't Kofi Kingston destroy Randy Orton's car like a decade ago? I would still be pissed about that. Well, I think Randy has, has a lot of weight. Just because he you can know, afford he, it. He's you know, a bad guy. Just because he can afford it doesn't mean you're not mad. Not afford it. I mean, Randy does worse. He, like, tries to kill people and stuff. <laughs> so. Uh, but Riddle's not happy. He just yells, Randy, how are we ever going to have friends if you keep doing this? Come on. It's kind of funny. Randy. Odd couple. Randy, yeah. come how on. How are we going to make friends? How are we going to make friends, Randy? Yeah. Come on. But yeah, it's still it. putting on Matt Riddle. This is as fun. This really reminds me of that uh the early stages of the Peter Dune the Pete Dune uh Matt Riddle that we saw run the Dusty Cup. Um, the browser weights. The browser weights, that's what they were called. It really reminds me of really reminds me of that where it was transitioning Pete Dunn into the baby face. Uh, you know, it produces entertaining moments. Yeah, no, I'm uh, apparently Orton's all on board for this as well. So they go on a run, go for those tag titles Baby, somewhere down the line. Give it to me. Yeah, Orton, AJ, Omos, that could be a fun matchup. Uh, we go backstage. Sonya Deville talking to Rhea Ripley and Asuka tells them they're gonna fight tonight, and Rhea says that's bullshit. Uh, you and Charlotte planned this, so we're gonna be a week going into that pay per view. Not to mention, Asuka's already fought once tonight, but she'll do it again. So Rhea says, fuck it. We'll do it, too. Fuck it. We'll do it. Not yeah. not for the championship, though. No, no, no I think it's just a... absurd. Well, I, yeah, I don't know. I can't, I can't keep track of this shit. We're hitting that no, third no. hour, baby. I can't keep I'm track. Not, no, it's not. It's not you being absurd. It's raw. Oh, oh, oh like, like you're telling me, Cameron, they're not that absurd. No, no, I'm, they are. But even just having this match is absurd. Amen. A week before the pay-per-view. But we got Sheamus taking on Umberto Carrillo. Uh, The big man Sheamus is using that power early on, but Carrillo hangs in there, hits some nice moves, the top rope Hurricane Rana. 
And then they set up for a big spot where Seamus is on the apron and Carrillo does a sunset bomb to the floor. But a very bad landing here as Carrillo definitely gets the worst of it. Uh, Seamus just kind of lands with all his weight right on Umberto's like pelvis, spinal area. Looks bad. He drives hard down into the floor and he's just grabbing. You can see him grabbing his lower back and the ref calls it off. That's it. So this is legit. Legit. Uh, I mean. Hey, folks, injuries happen. Injuries happen. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I get, you know, yeah, Seamus is the winner. Uh, yeah. Just everyone, you know, just hope. Hope nothing's too serious. Uh, and yeah. Yeah. I've heard the follow up that he's that nothing, nothing too serious happened more of just a scary incident yeah but uh i could tell it was real because the medical staff that came out to check on him was you can always mask. tell when it's real uh <laughs> and the face mask they were wearing yeah you can always tell because it's whenever because nobody vince i'm pretty sure vince does not allow anybody on screen to wear a face mask and i don't yeah. say that because i know I, I say that because there isn't ever anybody on screen wearing a mask remember, remember the one time mvp came out and he like accidentally had it on he's like oh and he just rips it yeah off yeah quick. that happened once you know because maybe they that have to funny. have it in the back <laughs> the back area or whatever uh but yeah so prayers up to umberto carrillo over there the former vagabond was he yeah uh no, no it was andrade was and garza, garza and it was garza yeah, sorry other, my, bad, my, bad, my bad my bad my <laughs> bad uh we get shelton benjamin taking on cedric alexander uh the grudge match here it was going pretty good um uh, cedric kind of playing the you know playing the heel but uh he gets too cocky too disrespectful as shelton hits him with a t-bone suplex out of nowhere gets the win Get the win. Yeah, actually not a bad match for uh, two people who, yeah, it's it's going to be hard to care about now that they're off, now that they're out of the Hurt Business. Yeah, and then they, they had him just lose a bunch. Yeah. But, uh, tag matches. So. Who knows? I don't know. I'd say, uh, yeah, maybe send Cedric down to NXT 205 division. Yeah, yeah, he could be a 205 <laughs> Live guy. Yeah, Cedric Kushida. Yeah. But uh, let's get this women's match we were given uh or talked about i don't know oscar taking on rhea ripley here uh they're going at it when charlotte comes out to watch and do some commentary and she admits that she did go to sonia and ask her to make this singles match so that's some outright collusion right there oh, collusion charlotte yeah that's an advantage for charlotte going into sunday but uh back in the ring the match is going pretty well until charlotte becomes a distraction and eventually, Rhea hits the Riptide on Asuka, gets the win. So, uh, unnecessary match, but at least the champion didn't lose. Yeah, what's also weird, like, Rhea Ripley turned heel kind of out of nowhere a few weeks ago. Uh, and it kind of feels like her, 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 it feels kind of inconsistent, because she doesn't cheat. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, heels cheat. That's what they do. That's why they suck. They cheat. <laughs> uh, and yeah, and it really sort of feels like we we turned her heel, but only in like per personality only, not antics and the way you handle yourself. So uh, it'd be great if she could really hone in, you know, just pick a lane. It would be really great to see that evolve. You know, if this is badass heel uh, Rhea, great. Start being a piece of shit. Yeah, I guess we'll see uh, hopefully on Sunday if yeah. they develop her a bit more yeah just real something because i mean remember after that nxt show where we're like okay great the women are happy forever 
and then it was like the next week uh she's a piece she's she's a you know she's a meanie we'll see it we'll see it we'll see we'll see uh john morrison mr drip drip moisty whatever he called himself (laughs) something like that cool Uh, haircut still looks cool yeah that's cool john morrison taking on damian priest and the winner of this match gets to pick the stipulation for Miz versus Priest at Backlash. So a step to decide the step here. Classic. But uh, the match was match was fine. Uh, Miz attacks Priest behind the ref's back, but Priest overcomes the bullshit and he hits the lights to get the win. So he will pick the step. Um, I think. Yeah, afterwards, backstage, he tells Adam Pierce that it's going to be a lumberjack match. So Miz can't run away. But why not a cage match? Why not a cage? Yeah, why not a cage match? That makes more sense. This is more, <laughs> more costly, so I understand it. So, um, yeah. yeah. I mean, number, lumberjack matches never really get that crazy, so it's not. And yeah. what I don't like, what I do like about the steel cage element to that is that the steel cage. Or any a structure of any kind is often the definitive end point of a feud. Um, mm-hmm. However, a lumberjack match doesn't sound like the end. <laughs> this is the feud that never ends. March 15th was the last time that Damien Preetz had a match against somebody who wasn't Miz or Mo. He took on Jackson Riker in a win. Uh, <laughs> but it really does feel like ever since his uh, debut at the Royal Rumble... It's been this. It's been this. Yeah, he's doing the, uh, Weird, the eh? Lacey Evans routine. The Lacey Evans routine where you lose to Becky Lynch seven times in a row, but keep <laughs> coming back for more. Yeah. Uh, but then we got our second Eva Marie promo. Uh, so we first had the Ferrari, but this time we've got Eva doing a photo shoot. Just giving us some advice. And uh, I do love the pink hair. Early contender for best hair shooting. Best hair. It, it is best hair. It, it is an award. It's an official award. Yeah. We'll see, though. Still waiting to see her get back in the ring. Oh, we have another at least two and a half months until she actually, until she actually yeah. pops up on screen. So don't worry. Hopefully by SummerSlam. <laughs> yeah, hopefully but, uh, by SummerSlam, maybe. Yeah, let's do this main event. Bobby Lashley taking on Drew McIntyre. Much like that women's match. No, real, no reason to... People should be fighting this close before the pay-per-view. Absolutely not. Better. Anyways, they go back and forth. With, uh, <clears throat> bunch of big power moves. Drew hits the Claymore. But before he can make the cover, Strowman comes in and attacks Drew, causing the disqualification. And then he hits it with the Power Slam. Helps up Lashley. Looks like they're working together. But then he hits him with the Power Slam as well. So no deal made. This train rides on his own rails. And uh, he hits another Power Slam for good measure. Uh, I think he power slams Bobby right through the barricade to end it all. So just power slams all over the place to end the show here. The most devastating move in sports entertainment outside of the roll-up. You know, the roll-up is a pretty devastating move, which we didn't see actually any on this uh, on this day, which was actually, which was nice and refreshing. And I noticed. <laughs> yeah, I mean, SmackDown had some, so Raw took the night off. So Raw took the night off. Yeah, there's X amount of uh, there's X amount of that they're allowed to use in a in a fiscal week. <laughs> uh, yeah, so these three are gonna go at it finally. Um, after Backlash, though, we need to create new title feuds. Jinder Mahal is back. Who knows? He could be one of those 
title feuds, but like this, Rod did little to make Backlash more exciting to me. The whole card, really, and I feel like the Go Home Show's purpose should always be to make you more excited. Because I guess in theory, it should be to make you want to buy it, right? Yeah. And this and... didn't make me want to buy it more, really. You know, <laughs> than 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 I kind of would have. Uh, Already saw some solid wrestling, but at the end of the day, uh, yeah, who knows? Yeah, no, I'm not even, uh, I don't even care that much about the WWE title triple threat match. No, too bad. Since I think since uh, we lost uh, Drew McIntyre, yeah, yeah. Amen. Anyways, that was our Monday Night Raw. That was the first half of the week. The main roster, of course, we'll talk a little bit about Backlash before we end the show. But for now, we should take a quick break. Yes. Take a break. Take a break. Come back. And then, of course, we've got all the NXT action. AEW is coming up in a little bit. So you're going to want to stick around. Back here with part two of the podcast here, folks. Uh, because, you know, just like the just like the wrestling world, this podcast does not stop. It might as well just be a live feed on your Sirius XM channel. And that we just kind of like it, we could maybe like look to, you know, in the future, maybe have our own Sirius XM channel where we just constantly update wrestling kind of news and information uh you know on just kind of like an hourly basis kind of check in maybe on the hour every hour like hey this is what's changed (laughs) okay great thanks uh but that's all that's all the future stuff who knows who knows what's gonna happen who can say every day is a different uh journey in the world of wrestling yeah every day is a different journey every day is a different challenge and every day is a different opportunity uh to make to make a mark you know because you don't want to be just one of those champions that sits on their title belt twiddling their thumbs (laughs) you want to be someone who's out there you want to be someone who's out there. So let's go to a match. Let's go to a show with a match that uh, is features multiple title offenses in one show. Multiple now. Wow. You don't see that every so often, right? You know what I'm talking about. I'm talking about NXT. NXT. What does it mean? I don't know, but it's some good wrestling. So NXT. Watch and see. Gotta tap out a count out. One, two, three. Bay, Of course, because I think last weekend uh, we saw that beautiful um, promo overlay. Uh, You know, so we have the new NXT logo, of course, the skull and the wings. And over top of that, it told us that Raquel Gonzalez will be in a championship uh, loss opportunity. She has the opportunity to lose her championship if she loses the match against Mercedes Martinez coming on later on in the show. Yeah, absolutely. Amen. So let's get right uh, into it. Let's get right into the show then, shall we? Because uh, we are live at the Capitol Wrestling Center. There, I got it right the first time. The CWC, which sounds like it should be the network of its own television. Uh, <laughs> but we kick off the show with a match. We have Austin Theory. We have Carrie and Cross. And uh, accompanied by their plus ones. <laughs> yeah, you know, Cross uh, trying to get some retribution. You got attacked, by the way, last week out of nowhere, so... Uh, you know, Theory's the smaller man, so he's hesitant to get in the ring, but uh, Gargano's causing distractions, trying to help him out, but 
Cross fights through all of it, hits those big Saito suplexes, followed by the Doomsday Elbow. But he doesn't go for the pin. He just mounts Theory and starts pounding him in the back of the head. Uh, and he lays motionless. So he locks in the straight jacket and the ref calls for the bell. But as he celebrates, Finn Balor just appears in the ring, standing beside him. And they go face to face and Cross says, I want this as bad as you do, so let's do it. So it looks like they're going to have a rematch. A rematch of some kind. Yeah. Everyone, because it, it feels like a long time ago. Do you remember when... Everybody got a rematch. <laughs> yeah, like, it used to be. It used to uh, be. It used to be like contract. that, and then what? Maybe like two years ago, they kind of like wrote it out. Yeah. Uh, or they phased it out, kind of more and more over time. But it's great. You almost forget about these things, right? You know, uh, <laughs> Finn Balor gets a rematch, but then gets a rematch like three months later. It's so much more time to kind of do play around with it. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be, I think they said, two weeks from now on TV, so it's not not a takeover main event or anything. Yeah, just, just an on television. Yeah, and you can have big matches on TV. Don't be yeah. scared to have a huge match on, <laughs> on live television. Oh, NXT, they're not scared. They're not scared, baby. But uh, we'll get to that when we do. In the meantime, we got Leon Ruff, and he's angry. He's in William Regal's office just yelling at him. He wants to compete. Because he's telling him he's been medically cleared, but Regal still won't allow it. He's trying to protect him. Uh, but then we go to tag team action. Breezango taking on MSK. Non-title match. Just kind of a quick, easy tune-up for MSK. Uh, I guess the funniest part was out of nowhere, the ref just starts getting involved in the spot. He was doing the lateral press, the leapfrog. He was all pumped up. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was active. We gotta, I gotta find this. I gotta find this referee. Uh, active ref. Yeah, the wrestlers all just looked at him like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> I mean, that was unprofessional of him. Very unprofessional. But uh, this whole shenanigan allowed Brizongo to get back in. But uh, eventually, MSK hit their finisher, get the win. Yeah, I'm still not sold on uh, on these guys. I'm really not. Yeah. I'm really not sold on these MSK guys yet. But yeah, they needed to get a win to, you know, remain fighting champions and keeping fresh rivals for the future. Uh, yeah, and maybe Chomp and Thatcher are the uh, first guys to rise up to that challenge. Yeah, wouldn't be a bad option. No. Uh, we do get the announcement for the next takeover, the return of In Your House. On Sunday, June thirteenth. But yeah, not a. But no fee. Or do you think it's going to be the same theme to the other one? It had like you know that kind of like light blue, pink colors. In you know, like house? the same kind of like color schemes and stuff. They'll probably bring out the set again. Remember they had the house with the big front window. Yeah, and of course. How can I forget? You sure I jumped off of it? <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm sure they'll just reuse most of everything from last year. That's cool. Uh, then Pete Dunn comes out. Cuts a promo. He's mad that Karrion Cross wants Balor for his next match. Says, you know, you keep ducking me, but sooner or later, that title's mine. And uh, if anyone in NXT thinks they're tougher, come and get some. Baby. Then he gets jumped by Leon Ruff from behind. So uh, he's going against Regal's wishes here. and uh, That leads us right into the match. Ruff, on, uh, Ruff versus Dunn. Peter Dune. Yeah. Peter Dune. Peter Dune gets her doing as, uh, yeah, he stops Ruff. Ruff goes for a springboard cutter, but he hits him big air with a big right hand. And then he locks him in a submission and just starts pounding on his head with these elbows. And 
knocks Ruff out, ends the match. And then after the after he snaps his fingers for good measure. Oh, it breaks his fingers. Doesn't just snap them. Um, <laughs> yeah, not the not that kind of. Stuff. Oh yeah, not not just. <laughs> you snapped your finger. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, another uh, yeah, P- Peter Dune is a dangerous motherfucker. Uh, but our second, this is another referee stoppage. Yeah, yeah. It's been, this is weird. We had uh, or two out of the three matches here on the show were a result of uh of the ref stepping in. Who the heck knows? Hey, I mean, it's for the good of the performer. Live to fight another day. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, I mean, Karrion Cross and Finn Balor, that's the rematch. But uh, but Karrion Cross, peter Dune, that's the future. Who knows? Yeah, we'll get. But uh, then we see a hype video. It's official. The NXT world premiere of Frankie Monet two weeks from now. So uh, looking forward to looking seeing Looking forward to seeing that do. dog. <laughs> Is that what you were going to say? Yeah. No, no, I'm looking forward to actually see her wrestle, see what she can do in the ring. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully the dog does get involved in the match, though. Oh, yeah? A distraction. Like a little, a little distraction. distraction. It starts woofing or something. <laughs> Could be right. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. Uh, but we're getting a title match here. NXT Women's Championship Raquel Gonzalez defending against Mercedes Martinez. And, yeah, they just come out swinging. They quickly fight to the floor all the way, all around the ring. Uh, yeah, Raquel, slightly bigger here, but Martina's got that fire in her belly. Puts up a great fight. Uh, yeah, at one point she hits this top rope draping DDT neckbreaker type thing. Almost wins the title. Uh, follows up with the big spear on the apron. The fisherman buster gets another two count. But Gonzalez recovers, hits a bunch of knee strikes, and then that one-arm powerbomb to get the win, retain the title. God, that's a dangerous move. That is a dangerous move. Deadly. And, but, uh, and yeah, this was great. This was great for uh, Raquel Gonzalez, you know, showing us how good she is at the highest level. Yeah, um, and Mercedes looked good even in defeat. She put up a good fight, got some close calls. Yeah, it, it, and we never see her, right? We never see Mercedes Martinez unless when it's like in a champ, <laughs> in a big match where there's a lot of physicality to it. She can really handle herself in that respect, yeah. and so can Raquel Gonzalez. Yeah, uh, yeah, Mercedes. It seems like they don't really know what to do with her. They had her doing that Robert Stone stuff. She was in Retribution for a week, and yeah. Now she's back here. I don't know. Who knows? We'll Who knows? Either way, doing great. Jo- doing great. Doing great, though. Great match. Yeah. Well, uh, speaking of doing great, we got this new, I mean, the cocky, the heel, the Isaiah Swerve Scott, and he's coming out with his new posse. Uh, we've, we've got an official name for now. Hit Row. Hit Row. Love it. Hit Row. Uh, you know, they're like their own rap album group mm-hmm. now. But uh, so you got Ashanti the Adonis. He's with them. He's the only one that we've really seen before, uh, at least somewhat. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we got the big guy from last week, who's now called Top Dollar. Top Dollar. <laughs> and then the woman with the white dreads, uh, B Fab. Girl, is that you, B Fab? A B Fab so, uh, girl. See. What's better, B Fab or T Bar? What do you prefer? B Fab for hundred percent. Yeah, because that girl be fab, Exactly. Like, T-Bar is not, it's a thing. (laughs) It's not a, it's not like a fun play on words. Yeah. Yeah. No, this was fun. This was fun. So, uh, Hit Row, that's your group. Uh, Swerve just cuts a nice promo. They all kind of get in. They're all, every time he's talking, they're doing the hype man thing. Like, what? What? (laughs) Yeah. So, 
They get their own little intro. It was like a little rap song. The Donkey Kong rap. Uh, rap. He's the leader of the bunch. (laughs) You know him well. His name is Swerve Scott, and he's gonna raise some hell. Hit row. (laughs) Hit row, yeah. Uh, this was great, and you know what? NXT has a void uh, now that we live in a post-undisputed era world. Uh, we have a void for a faction that can... We love getting behind people and groups and things like that. And uh, this is perfect. You know, we have Isaiah Scott is our leader. Uh, B-Fab is our mastermind. Top Doll is the muscle. Adonis is the loudmouth. It's sort of everybody has a role, which is exactly what the Undisputed Era also had. Um, this faction and the way, I'm sure, are uh, headed for something. And uh, there, 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 Swerve could become a world champion with, with this group behind him. Oh yeah, agree, hundred percent, hundred percent, huge impact. This right off attitude of his, yeah, he's he's always, he was always good in the ring, but now he's got he's got everything else going. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah, perfect. Looking, this is gonna be cool. Uh, then we cut to this beautiful lakeside home, giant home. Uh, we're doing a live auction here. Uh, bidding starts at two million, so of course. Big money. Cameron Grimes is in the crowd. Yeehaw! He opens up. Yeah. <laughs> this auction's going fast. We got the typical auctioneer, but uh, yeah, hey, what about five million, six million? Blah, 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 but someone keeps outbidding Grimes. Twenty million dollars. Uh, and of course, it's the million dollar man who buys the house. Cameron's he's he's pissed. He wants to go right then and there. Fight Ted DiBiase, <laughs> but he just laughs in his face and leaves. And, uh, yeah, two two weeks straight of DiBiase. Uh, yeah, oh, maybe three. It's been a while. I don't know. This has got to be leading to something. I mean, even if DiBiase's not going to fight, maybe he brings in a wrestler. Like, hey, fight this guy. Okay, yeah. I don't know. I th- or, or, you know, maybe it's a matter of time until the two of them see eye to eye. And yeah. uh, The million-dollar title gets bought, trades hands to Cameron Grimes. Ooh, that could be the end I like game. that. I like that. I like that. And then it becomes, then NXT has its own FTW championship. Exactly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but then we go to One Lorcan taking on Kyle O'Reilly. Just some good old grappling here. Pete Dunn causing distractions on the outside, but cool Kyle's cool and calm. And he ends up hitting the big brain buster, followed by the top rope knee drop to get the win. But uh, immediately after, Dunn attacks and. They double-team Kyle until someone slides into the ring. Who is this stranger? Oh, it's Bobby Fish. He's back. We've been wondering where he was for months I now. I bet you forgot about him. Yeah, I was yeah for a second there. I was like, who is this? I was like, oh, Bobby. But uh, he comes to the aid of Kyle. They clean house. And then Bobby says, hey, man, I know you got your own thing going on, and I've got some scores to settle as well, so I'll see you when I see you. Bobby Fish, the single star. Yeah, so they've all kind of officially, it's official now, the group. He was the last piece. They've all parted. Well, and I mean, as soon as I saw Bobby Fish, my last thought was, where's Roddy Strong? Well, he he already said goodbye. He literally walked out of NXT, and we haven't seen him since. Uh, Yeah. eh, What's happening to him? Poor guy. Poor, yeah. I I thought he'd be on SmackDown by now. I was hoping. We thought, well, hopefully he's on SmackDown. I mean, hopefully he doesn't go to Raw, (laughs) because that's a fate worse than hell. Yeah, the... The red pit of hell. Yeah, honestly, so. it is just Vince's Satan. <laughs> <laughs> really, really is. But uh, let's go to this main event. 
because I think probably for the first time ever, the Cruiserweight title is main eventing an episode of NXT. Yeah, can't th- can't think of uh, another occasion. And uh, not only is it a he- not only is it a special you know, main event, but uh, we have a two out of three falls match. That's right. Two out of three, Kushida defending against uh, Santos Escobar. It's like it's early 2019 all over again. Uh, (laughs) Two out of three falls, boom, commercial break. We all get how it works. No, this one was actually for for the sake of the wrestling, (laughs) right? Yeah, yeah, which did not happen the last time we pulled this experiment. No, because now they wrestle during commercial breaks and stuff, Mm -hmm. so it doesn't matter. Uh, but anyways, you know, the other members of Legato are out there trying to get involved. So MSK just come flying over the barricade out of nowhere to take out Legato, make this a fair fight. So the ref says, fuck this. You're all out of here. Throws him out. Thank God. Thank God, MSK. <laughs> I, I don't like I don't like that. The, I don't like the Legatos. They're not. Yeah, they're so not that, doing yeah. it for me. I want them out all the time. So MSK, you don't like the much either, but this was a plus. This was them, a plus. Right? I'm like, thank God, because yeah. this was the we'll match sacrifice. I want to see Kushida Escobar. <laughs> That's what I want to see. I don't want to see yeah. a bunch of bullshit surrounding. Yeah. So this this let us carry on, and we get some nice high-flying cruiserweight action. Uh, lots of technical mat wrestling as well. Those submissions. Kushida loves them. So good but, at uh, Just slipping all around, giving you little, little, little <laughs> holds. Eventually, Escobar hits the Phantom Driver uh, to get the three count. But that's only the first fall of the match. First fall. Still two more. Yeah. So he goes right after to follow up on Kushida. But Kushida counters, catches him in an R-bar, taps him out. So we even the score. One apiece. One apiece. Boom, boom. Boom, boom. They go back and forth. Bunch of pinning combinations, reversals. Both men trying to end it. Uh, Eventually, Kushida goes for the hoverboard lock. But Escobar manages to escape. So Kushida hits him with this. Well, first he like suplexes him into the corner. Rough landing there. And then he picks him up again and does like this underhook, hammerlock, bridge, suplex, right into a pin. And Escobar is just trapped. He's got nowhere to go. And that gets a three count. Kushida wins, retains the title. The hoverboard lock bridging suplex. <laughs> whatever <laughs> yeah. whatever we want to call it. Um... It was a cool move. Oh my God! And for, uh, and for this and for this too, uh, this went over twenty minutes, and these two guys went balls to the wall the entire time. Especially that final fall. That final fall needed the two of them to be going full out, uh, and they really did an intense an intense fucking matchup that we don't get to see too much out of the cruiserweight championship. Uh, in my mind, definitely a much much stronger match than the match at Stand and Deliver, the Devlin unification. I thought this was bonkers. Yeah, this was great. Definitely deserved that main event spot here. Yeah, certainly. Kushida. Got yeah, Kushida's on a roll. They're finally treating him. You know, the, when they first brought him in, they didn't know what to do with him. Now he's feeling legit. Yeah, not he's not easily on a hot streak. Other, he's making other people look good. People are making him look good. It all seems to be rolling. Cruiserweight title's looking good. So let's just hope. Uh, I wonder what's next. Yeah, anyone, anyone. Kushida will take him. And that, that was it. That was it. That was uh. That was all of NXT. Let's move across the brands because we might as well because it is Wednesday night, and the feeling's right. We are talking about AEW Dynamite. AEW, all elite. They coming for you, Vince. Better watch out. It's too sweet. 
Yeah, had a little bit of a rhyme there, of course. Right. Um, we got a bunch of big things coming up here, right? Of course, we do have an IWGP United States Championship match. We have an AEW Tag Team match, especially I see you with some serious implications there. Uh, of course, the TNT Championship will be on the line. The World Title Eliminator match. It's see who's going to take on Kenny Omega. A uh, huge show. We can actually kick off all of the action with that IWGP championship match. We have John Moxley. We have Yuji Nagata. And uh, we do have Eddie Kingston carrying the belt around his neck. Uh, like, it's a, <laughs> like it's a big diamond pendant hanging from a cool chain. Uh, yeah, and we also have Tony Khan continuing to open the wallet as John Moxley comes out to a wild thing. Uh, the, the 1966 Trugs. classic. The Trogs. The, the Trogs. God, JR was like, is that the Trogs? Is that the, first, that Trogs, by God. Uh, yeah. That was a lot of fun. Um, yeah, I don't know if this was just a one-time thing cause, or if it, that's going to be well, a and, theme and like, going forward. And like we mentioned the other week, uh, that Tony Khan wants to work with people with like, you know, kind of what they come out with. Uh, who knows? Maybe this is, you know, maybe John, this is kind of John Moxley's IWGP thing. He's like, I'm, uh, I come up to this song. Because the John Moxley yeah. song is actually one of the better ones in AEW. It's the one of the more recognizable. And it's kind of funny because Wild Thing just like coincidentally has a, the opening note just kind of has like a similar like. Wow. Thing. And I was like, okay, <laughs> yeah. here we go. Bow, bow. Wow, Jesus Christ, <laughs> yeah, like, that was cool. Wow, bang. But yeah, it no, was, it was not Charlie Sheen coming out to the mound. <laughs> <laughs> John Moxley comes out with a, uh, a Cleveland Indians hat on and big, thick glasses. A buzzed mohawk. <laughs> a buzzed mohawk. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> big Sheen fan, Mox. The Mox man's a big Sheen fan. Uh, I, bet he's, I bet he's partied like the Sheen man has. I uh, always got tiger blood in him, baby. Uh, you got to have tiger blood in you to, uh, to take on Eugene Nagata. So uh, the, match, the match starts up. Yeah, uh, this was fun. Nagata, he's got that veteran presence going. You know, the crowd was into both these guys. Uh, Nagata, that Japanese strong style, big kicks, lots of big suplexes. Uh, but Moxley hangs in, hits a bunch of knee strikes to Yuji's head, and nails him with the paradigm shift. Gets the win, retains his title. But um, at some point, he took a real good blow because his cheek was bleeding. Yeah, there was uh, <laughs> there's going to be a lot of blood on the show coming up. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then after the match, you know, they kind of they they bow to each other, showing yeah. each other some great respect. Uh, what a great opener this was! Um, yeah, this was. Cool. I watched. I uh, I'm not afraid to admit it. Sometimes I watch dark. Sometimes <laughs> I watch like... dark elevation. I'm not afraid to admit it. It's okay. Uh, okay. Well, I'm just glad you know. I wanted to you know. I just wanted to be open with you about who I am. Uh, and he, him and Moxley kicked off both shows actually last week. You know what? If you're ever flipping around, never watch it pre-recorded. Watch it when they premiere it live. So if you happen to be nothing to do, 7 p.m. Monday, Tuesday, just fucking go on YouTube. You'll never, you never know what you're gonna see. You're probably gonna see a lot of squash matches, and then <laughs> a little bit of context between what's going on uh, for the real show. And those guys kicked off both Dark and Dark Elevation um, the past two days, and uh, yeah, looking strong, looking like they're a team, which is also a lot of fun. The two of these guys, Moxley, Kingston. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, we'll get more of them in a bit, but they're definitely uh, all in on the tag team thing. Yeah, seem to be all in on the tag team thing and uh, all in on the New Japan thing. 
yeah, I like that. Hopefully we can see this. I mean, if he's going to remain champion, why not have him defend it a little bit more mm-hmm. on American soil? Mm-hmm. But uh, Cody Rhodes comes out uh, and he cuts this promo and starts kind of going off the rails a bit for me. He just starts talking about being patriotic and American and Anthony Agogo disrespected his country. And he starts talking about segregation in the 60s. He was all over the place with this one. <laughs> And how, yeah, his his black wife will have his child with both identities. And this was crazy. And I don't know. This started. Oh, hang on one second. Yeah, sure. The phone calls. Fucking. Should we try? Uh, oh, yeah. We'll try calling back. Hello, we're back? We're back. Oh, okay, cool. That hasn't happened in a little while. No. Weird. But, uh, yes. Jump right back in. Yes. Okay. Cody Rhodes. (laughs) So, yeah, he's just rambling at this point, talking about patriotism, segregation. His wife is having his mixed baby. And, uh, I mean, it's all a good message. This is, you know, we live in a world where everything's equal. But what does this have to do with pro wrestling? I don't know. Little weird, little weird. Cody, one of the best talkers in the business. Uh, I mean, yeah, his be. delivery was great. It, um, yeah, it was a little rambly, little lack direction. Um, eventually, he got around to challenging a go go. You know, eventually, he gets nothing. around to challenging a go go. Uh, unfortunately, the feud, yeah, the feud with a go go is not befitting of an occasion. To uh, well, I guess he comes around at the very end because he says, you know, uh, by by using his late father's nickname, you know, of course, the um, by uh, the American dream. Cody yeah, for Rhodes. one night only, he will be the American dream. For one night only, uh, you know. So I guess you know. But yeah, I feel like it's not befitting to use the significance of that. Like I feel like yeah. we had we had one opportunity to call yeah, him the uh, the American dream, and this was it. Uh, but that being said, though, you know, Americans love being fucking patriotic and shit. And uh, I think you know AEW has proven <laughs> themselves to be a very inclusive company. Uh, uh, for all of their performers and workers, right? So, uh, kind of doubling down on that. Yeah, a little weird, but um, I'd rather have Cody talk than Cody wrestle. If I'm being honest, <laughs> I'm just <laughs> I'm just like a weekly show in terms of like a weekly basis. Yeah, sure, fucking talk for six minutes. I, I, I I've seen you wrestle before, bud. Yeah, I don't know. It was just weird, weird. But uh, I mean, I yeah, whatever. A go go. I'm excited to see if he can knock him a go go. Who punch. I did look into. He is like an Olympic silver yeah, medalist, bronze medalist, bronze medalist. That let's see if that gut punch will take down the American dream. Yeah, the gut punch. <laughs> the gut punch. Can't wait for Jr. to call it. Oh, the gut punch. Ah, <laughs> uh, but we get our second title match of the night: the AEW World Tag Team Championships. The Young Bucks defending against SCU. But it's not just for the titles because the entire uh, the entire team of SCU is on the line here. They've got to break up if they lose. They will be forced to break up, By like uh, like <laughs> like parents who are forbidding you to date. We're forcing you to break up. Yeah, Romeo and Juliet. Romeo, Montagues and Capulets, baby. That's what it's all about. Yeah. So uh, we get a pretty solid match here, Daniels and 
Nick Jackson fight outside the ring. And then Jackson super kicks Daniel's head right into the ring post, which lets him fall to the floor. Give a little quick across the forehead. Uh, and he comes up just leaking blood here. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> I love You can always tell when they bleed too much because there's this second where the camera zooms in and they don't. the camera also doesn't know what's happening. And then you can just see it You can just see the floor. Down. You see the it floor is just dripping down, and you're like, "Oh no, yeah, he's bleeding a lot." Because then the camera came off of him very quickly, and moved yeah. back over to Frankie Kazarian. <laughs> yeah, he saw the blood and guts last week, and he wants he wanted in on that. He wanted so. a piece of it, baby. Yeah, this was quite the uh, quite the blade here, but pretty good stuff. Kazarian, uh, yeah, Daniels is out now, so Kazarian's got to fend for himself. But uh, he catches Matt in that devastating roll up. But Gallows distracts the referee from making the count. So Kazarian stares right at Gallows as he hits a Styles Clash. Nice reference to the Bullet Club there. The and they Styles, call it Styles Clash. clash. Yeah, I, well, I think that's yeah. the name of it, right? Yeah. I mean, sometimes they change the name. Is it just things. called, like, a Clash? I don't know. They'd be like, the Kazarian Killer. I don't know. <laughs> the Kazarian Killer! But uh, Daniels, he manages to crawl back in the ring. Just fucking... Uh, Bleeding out of the head, just dripping. Right all, it bleeds all over the fresh pair of Nikes that Matt was wearing. Um, and Matt is not happy about that. So uh, he does a mock imitation of the famous Shawn Michaels, Ric Flair, WrestleMania 24 <laughs> moment. He says, I'm sorry, I love you. And then he super kicks him in the head. But Daniels kicks out. <laughs> he fights not, back. Ric Flair didn't kick out of that one. <laughs> no, Ric Flair did not. But uh, he fights back. Daniels goes for the best moonsault ever. But he slips off the top rope on the first attempt. But I think the commentary did a pretty good job covering him, saying the blood loss made him too wobbly. And I can buy it. So yeah, they, they, sometimes they'll also uh, they also will um, if any time there's a rope slippage. Uh, another common one is uh, it's a human night down here in Jacksonville. Very humid. Yeah. Very humid. <laughs> the one time Michael Nakazawa, like, oh, the Nakazawa baby oil. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they always, they always, they're they're quick with uh, a reason. Uh, good on him. Good on you, Excalibur. Yeah. But you know, Daniels jumps right back up there. He hits the moon salt, but the pin gets broken up. And then behind the ref's back, they hand uh, Jackson this cold spray can. I mean, yeah, what is it? Just cold air. Like uh, yeah, yeah. It meant to, you know, like uh, like an immediate if cryogenic you got a wound, you got a, thing. Just like tss, spray the wound or something. Uh, muscles. Muscles. Keep, uh, keep your muscles. Well, maybe this recovering. would help. I mean, it help uh, with his giant head wound. <laughs> but uh, I guess it doesn't. It hurts the eyes, though, because Daniel's had his eyes open. So he's blinded. And then he clocks him in the head with the can, covers Daniel's. But he kicks out at two again. I can't believe it. He's a bloody mess at this point. Uh, the whole canvas is covered, but he's hanging in there. So they pick him up. They hit the BTE trigger, and that finally gets the job done. The Bucks win, retain the titles, and SCU is no more. They can no longer compete as a tag yeah. team together. The ending moments of this segment, uh, I think, you know, of course, like the Bucks and go off to celebrate well i think at one point um jr and excalibur they're 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 pushing us that um there's a, a camera there's a bit of flurry of action going on backstage and we eventually get a camera to uh moxley and eddie kingston just kind of destroying the elite's dressing room yeah uh, and that was it but i think one of the biggest things that i noticed right there i, I was expecting 
I think just because Vince does it all the time. I was expecting the the not moving camera focusing in on the tag team who can never be a tag team again. You know, that emotional moment where they're going to hug, say they're sorry, get that one yeah. bow, what, their final bow away from the crowd, you know, maybe like a... There's some kind of thank you type chant or a you deserve it type chant. You know, something like that. And yeah. we we missed that entirely and then went straight to Moxley and Kingston fucking trashing a dressing, trashing room. A dressing room. I feel like, yeah, I feel like we should have focused on the split. Really milk that emotion out of it because, like, that's pro wrestling, right? It's inciting this emotion out of out of the viewer. And uh, I feel like that's something Vince knows to do already. AW, they don't know to do that yet. You know, uh, the pr- that's a production team. God has to figure that out. Yeah, no, I definitely would have done the same thing. Had them, yeah, show the show the big breakup, the final embrace, the hug, the crowd cheers. Everyone goes. Yeah, everyone gets a yeah. Every everyone gets the little piece. It would have been nice if that was the way they would have gone out. But uh, coming out of this, I think Frankie's Kazarian is maybe the one to, you know, go forward with the singles run. Uh, yeah, he looked pretty good. But yeah, check him out on Dark Monday, dude. You gotta watch. It's great. Yeah. I mean, isn't Daniels like 50? I think he's like 50 years old. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> Which is, yeah, it's just crazy. He's still doing fucking moonsaults. Crazy. Yeah. Bleeding all over the place. Bleeding all over the place. Yeah, he got deep there, bud. Uh, then we go to Orange Cassidy taking on Pac in your championship eliminator match. The number one versus the number two. Yes. Also, also a replay of the uh, what was it? Revolution twenty twenty. I believe so. Yeah, yeah. So the winner will face Kenny Omega at double or nothing for the world title here. So uh, we start off with the showdown in the middle of the ring. Cassidy takes off his glasses, puts them on Pac's face. So Pac just takes them back off and crushes them in his hands. Uh, Takes a swing at Cassidy, but he ducks. Hits the breach break out of nowhere. Big near fall right off the bat. Then he follows up with the hands in pockets. Tope Suicida. And upon landing, he just pulls a fresh pair of shades right out of his pocket. Puts them on. He's got him ready to go. He's got a couple more back there in case he loses another one. Do you think those are uh, knockoff Ray-Bans? Probably. Because those are, you know, that's a couple hundred bucks if you're I bet Orange Cassidy's pairs. does own a couple pairs of real Ray-Bans. I'm sure but... he does. But then, <laughs> like yeah, the he's like, okay, I'm going to. known as Orange Cassidy owns them. <laughs> but uh, then his match performance ones, he, like, buys off eBay for a couple bucks. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, anyways, Pac gets serious. He takes over the next bit of the match. Uh, hits a big super kick. And then this vicious Liger bomb. Where Orange Cassidy landed real high up on the the neck area, head, shoulders, knees, and toes. But no, just the head. I don't know. looked looked pretty bad. But uh, they kind of, yeah. I think the match kind of. <clears throat> well, packed, this well th- well this was where the match kind of fell apart. So he's on the floor. Aubrey Edwards checks on him, and the next thing you know, Doc Sampson is checking in on him. Uh, yeah, the ringside doctor. We called an audible. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so Pac's just kind of yeah, keep going. Buying time, he's just kind of stalling around, and then Don Callis got to give him credit here. He's so good on the mic, just off the cuff, just talking trash to Pac. Um, says Kenny's a busy man, so let's get this over with. So Aubrey, she goes up to Don Callis. She's distracted by him as Omega sneaks up behind Pac, nails him in the head with a title. 
Um, so he's out. Both men are down. So Aubrey turns around, starts making the count, and she reaches 10. So we have uh, maybe our first ever double count out in AEW. At least on Dynamite. Yeah, at least on Dynamite. Uh, so, yeah, it's a draw. So, uh, draw. Don Callis says, well, we don't have a winner. So the champ has no opponent for the pay-per-view. We got the night off. So let's go. Then... <laughs> let's go to Winnipeg. <laughs> let's go back to Winnipeg. That's what he said. Yeah. Tony Schiavone comes out, though, and says, uh, actually, boys, uh, Tony Khan informed me that there will be a world title match, double or nothing, and it's going to be triple threat, pack, Cassidy, Omega. Sounds good. And it will, in fact, be the first ever triple threat match for the AEW world title. This, uh, yeah, very clear. That Liger Bomb took Orange Cassidy out. Uh, and then we had to improvise. And I think it's one of those things where we noticed because, like, you you would have to notice. You would have to know what to look for in a wrestling match to know that that wasn't supposed to be happening. Yeah. Uh, which we certainly did. And then, holy shit. I, if there's a shooty for best, on, best fucking on-the-fly call... <laughs> uh, this has got to be it. Not only was the the amount of time wasn't so, so much that you felt like it was something terrible. Uh, but like, again, like you said, you, you, you see the medical staff in the background, you know, with masks on. And you're like, okay, <laughs> they're actual yeah. nurses and medical professionals. Uh, and then Don Callis, like you said fucking incredible that was not ready who knows where who who knows where kenny was backstage maybe he was waiting for an end of the match run in anyways but whatever it was it was like guys this has to happen right now and we're going to do it yeah. uh and then the result being a triple threat at double or nothing we've never seen that before no we've I never mean, seen think... a triple threat for a championship here in aew yeah, and I think uh, they are very fortunate. I mean, this was a scary incident, but they are fortunate that, I mean, the, the, supposedly the planned finish was a time limit draw, so the result and everything still ends up the same. They just oh really? See, I mean, that was my next question. I like I would thought maybe f well we'll never know what like, <laughs> what, was, what was supposed to actually happen. Yeah, uh, no, I think the plan was always triple threat draw. But then they just had to call it on the fly here and go get to it a different way. I mean, they were lucky. What if Orange Cassidy was supposed to win or something? Well, that's it. Well, that's exactly it. I mean, I was thinking to myself, like, what if Orange Cassidy was supposed to win? Make it a by time, make it a three way, uh, whatever it was. But damn, I think if, even if this was, you know, just obviously super hope that he's okay. Uh, yeah, I've heard that. Afterwards, he was backstage talking to people and seemed to be all right. You know, maybe just a little banged up. Maybe he gave a little like. a little half thumbs up, a little half Orange Cassidy thumbs up. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you know, between him and Carrillo, two kind of uh, scary little incidents in the ring. Yeah. It's real, folks. Wrestling's a, real. A couple this week. So yeah, obviously hoping for the best. Um, but yeah. 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 At least he's got... I don't know. Three weeks, two weeks to recover. Yeah, three weeks to recover, and um, that's going to be that. That is ma that could be match of the year. Oh yeah, looking forward to that one. Uh, then we go backstage where the elite find the dressing room that's been trashed. So uh, the young butts are pissed, and they officially challenge Moxley and Kingston to a match double or nothing. Officially challenged. Yeah, it's going to be good. I haven't seen the Moxley and the Bucks work much together since. Uh, 
Yellowhead yeah, they're kind of uh, two different styles, but I'm sure they'll it'll look. Yeah. It'll Man, imagine that. Dean Ambrose and Nick Jackson going <laughs> at it. You never thought you'd see the day, did you, Mike? Maybe Ambrose will do a flip. Maybe, maybe. maybe. Did, has, has he done a flip before? <laughs> has he ever done a flip before? Uh, I don't know. I'm sure he could if he really wanted to. Yeah. At least a swanton. At least, uh, yeah. We don't want. We're not anyway. saying. We're not saying destroyer off the top rope, bud. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> then we go to the coronation of the pinnacle. Uh, so MJF comes out wearing a crown. He's escorted by a bunch of uh, beautiful women. Presumably the and Jacksonville Jaguars cheerleaders. Probably. I'm sure they just got them on retainer. I, well, you need. know, I mean, just a couple weeks ago, they were the same women uh, who carry the brooms when uh, Kenny Omega <laughs> walks in. It's the same, the same squad. Right. Same squad. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, he cuts a promo about being the greatest of all time, the best group going. Yeah, the pinnacle. Everyone kind of has a little, well, yeah, they all they speak for a bit, kind of reiterating, reiterating the same thing. Holly Blanchard goes on for a while. Uh, and then he gives each member of the group a nice, expensive watch. Uh, Beautiful. Again, this- it's not just, and my, my, Mike, this is not just a, a watch. No, it's a representation of excellence. It is a constant <laughs> reminder of the standard of perfection that comes with being in the pinnacle. Well, I hope that's engraved on the, the side <laughs> yeah, of the watch. Very, very, very tiny <laughs> writing because it's a lot of words to engrave in there. <laughs> <laughs> But then uh, the celebration gets interrupted as we hear the honking of a horn and Sammy Guevara, Santana, and Ortiz, they drive up in this, uh, I guess, a refreshment truck looking thing. You know, like the little things that come down by outside of warehouses and sell people lunch and stuff. Yeah, yeah. It was kind of like a, <laughs> like a hot dog cart slash the condiments combo yeah. uh, thing. <laughs> They're outside at Crappy Tire every Saturday and Sunday selling fries and dogs. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and then Jericho pops out of the back and he asks for a rematch with the Pinnacle. MJF says no. So Jericho says Go. And Sammy turns on this hose uh, that's on top of the thing. It's like a little tank. And he's just spraying a bit of the bubbly out of the fire hose, soaking everyone in the ring. A whole lot of the bubbly, if you ask me. Oh, yeah, a lot of the bubbly. They're falling. They're flailing around, swimming. Uh, This is an exact copy of the famous Stone Cold beer truck incidents. Almost note for note, (laughs) except instead of coming down from the ramp way, they came in from the side. Yeah, <laughs> but, you know, we all get it. Fun fun homage. Uh, MJF's not having fun, though. He's pissed. He says, all right, double or nothing. We'll take you on in a stadium stampede match. But if you lose, Inner Circle has to break up forever. Oh, another breakup match. No, we just had one. Forever. I can't, I can't go through this again. Well, take it or leave it. That's what MJF says. So Jericho's got to think about it. Conflicted. But, uh, hey, Stadium Stampede Part 2. I wonder how they do it with a crowd this time. Yeah, I wonder if there, how much of a crowd there would be, if anything at all. If anything? Well, I mean, Double or Nothing's going to be a sold-out crowd, so the match itself, who knows what it's going to do. <clears throat> yeah, that one's tough, because like they need to go, although we do know due from previous episodes that uh, you know Daly's Place and the actual stadium are very, very, very close to each other. Yeah. How do you I mean, transition? You got to, you know, you don't want to transition fans over there, you know. No, know. they'd have to watch part on the screen, which is 
A bit different. I don't know. Maybe you start on the screen and finish in the ring so they have something to cheer for. I don't know. Yeah, some, some, something like that. Uh, but if that's the case, I'm prepping for a third huge match between <laughs> between between these two uh between Yeah, these two I mean, I don't think it's the time for the inner circle to break up, so you'd expect them to get a, not while, the W. Not when Chris Jericho is so happy. Yeah, he's loving life. He's but, so happy. Uh, you know, Stadium Stampede was a lot of fun last year, so we'll see see how this one goes. I would also like to uh, thank MJF for calling out uh, Canada and TSN. Oh well, yeah, and he, uh, throughout, throughout his promo, he was mentioning how it, uh, yeah, Sean last Spears, week's first time Dynamite was over. on. Uh, Dynamite was the most watched show on television that night, um, and breaking records in Canada on TSN because, of course, uh, it was featuring, you know, one of the, you know, premier Canadian athletes in the business, Sean Spears. And I could not agree more as soon as he said that. <laughs> yeah, I like how he didn't mention Jericho's. Very, very much. Well, I mean, I, that's the, I think that was the little, that was the dig, Mike. Yeah, but it's, well, some people don't know much about Sean Spears. <laughs> but now they know. Yeah, put some respect uh, on his goddamn name. So then we have women's action. Thunder Rosa takes on Jasmine Allure. But it was really just a quick squash. Rosa gets the dominant win. Yeah, another one of those, uh, you know, what, what's that time slot? It's it's uh, like 8.22 yeah. on a Wednesday night, uh, so it's time for some women's action. Yeah, unfortunately, this was your only... I mean, there was one quick sit-down with Britt Baker and JR. Yeah, yeah, where she just kind of went over again, because, of course, that is the match at Double or Nothing... I mean, she's building the whole feud by herself. She doesn't know where to be found. Yeah. Oh my God. Fucking a. Let's get I this know, belt. Right? Let's get it on Doctor Britt Baker, <laughs> and then let's just have Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker go at it for seven and a half months. Yeah. Uh, like, uh, just banger, 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 banger. Just keep going until one of them loses. Ah, <laughs> uh, they better do it. They better pull the trigger at double or nothing. But let's let's load the gun on this main event here. Because we got Darby Allen defending the TNT title against Miro, and uh, this is the serious Miro. He's not. The, he's not your gamer. This Gucci guy's not playing shirt. video games. This kid. No. No. Uh, he's angry. And Darby, you know, still kind of banged up from being tossed down a flight of concrete stairs last week. So yeah. Miro takes advantage and just beats the shit out of him before the bell can even ring. You know, he's beating them all around outside the ring, suplexes over the barricade onto the floor. Uh, eventually, they do come back in the ring, and Darby can barely even stand on his feet, but tells the ref he wants to go, so they ring the bell. The match begins. Rusev just hits him with a huge super kick for a big two count right off the bat. But, uh, you know, Darby fights back uh, for a little bit, but then Miro's, you know, he's Miro. He's big. He's bad. <laughs> Uh, and you had Sting there gawking at ringside or just kind of, you know, doing his brooding. Yeah, thing. just kind of like staring there wearing a shirt. You know, of course, you can go to awshop.com, get 15% off uh, that shirt probably if you want to. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> still don't really know what he's doing. I don't know what he's doing anymore. I don't think he needs to be Darby's manager. Like no, this. he's been here since December 4th. I have no clue what he's doing. Uh, it's yeah. been six and a half months. I don't know. Uh, but I think uh, at some point he gets attacked by Scorpio Sky and or, the other guy. Yeah, Ethan I guess Page. they're aligned. Yeah, are they aligned with Miro? Or are they just not like Sting? I, don't I know. think they're anti Sting. They're okay. they're not. Are they anti Sting and Darby? Not pro Miro. Miro. I don't 
Okay. I don't know. Miro, Miro should be on his own either way right now. Either so way, yeah. But, uh, yeah. Darby jumps on Miro just with a big sleeper hold, trying to take him out. So Miro just has to run into a wall to get him off. But uh, Big old thud yeah. against that wall. Big thud. Lots of Darby just getting tossed around, landing on his head. Uh, he's on the ground. He's down and out. But he looks over at Sting, and they give him one little fist bump for one last hurrah. Uh, so he goes for the <laughs> a li- the littlest, like, like a, a gentlest boom. fist bump, just a quick little. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of funny, but uh, <laughs> it gave him enough energy to go for the coffin drop. But when he lands, Miro just catches him right in a waist lock. Goes for a German suplex, but Darby lands on his feet, <laughs> hits the Yoshi tonic for a near fall. Tries to transition into the Fujiwara armbar, but then Rusev just gets to his feet, counters it, end of the game over, and yanks Darby back. He's got nowhere to go. He passes out. The ref calls for the bell. It was a quick pass out. He yeah, was very he quick. Was his arm hadn't even dropped in the ref ring. Barely dropped. Uh, yeah. Barely dropped. A lot of pass outs this week. A lot of people passed in the world out. Of wrestling. Yeah. A lot of uh, yeah, referee stoppages. Referee yeah. Uh, things, yeah. Referee, yeah. Control. But just like that, Miro is your winner and new TNT champion. Brand new TNT champion. And God, what a, this, yeah, this was fantastic. This was the time to take <clears throat> maybe the title off Darby Allen. You know, of course, uh, he took a huge bump down the stairs. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he was on the 16-match winning streak, even. I don't know if he knew that. Uh, you know, so he's still kind of protected in that kind of way. Yeah. You know, Miro, eight and one this year, I think. I think that uh, that that beach break or whatever it was called, whenever yeah. he was with Kip Sabian, whenever whenever he lost that match, that was the only match I think he's lost in AEW. Yeah, <laughs> this was uh, the best he's ever looked here. Just strong, serious, dominant. Like Miro. I feel like the guy who they wanted to bring him in on, like bring him in at. Yeah, none of that goofy best man bullshit. Yeah, none. Yeah, none of this goofy like you know a bit of a clunky start you could say to uh, to yeah. the career right to, to his AEW career. Um, oh, and then I think after the match, uh, um, Lance Archer comes down uh, to kind of scare Miro. At one point, Miro kind of stands tall. Also, did you mention that? Uh, wait, wait, wait which part? Oh, just at the very end when Lance Archer came down. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like Paige and Sky. Right, right. Well Dark Order was all there too. Uh, yeah, Classic no, Dark Order making the making the baby Dark safe. Order runs baby out. face <laughs> safe forever. <laughs> yeah. No, it was kind of yeah. I loved the match, loved the uh, the finish, but uh, it was kind of like the ending with the SCU. They kind of cut off Miro's celebration for all this other shit. Yeah, I think maybe I wonder. I was wondering if they were cut for time about something. Of course, having to improvise through. Uh, Pack and Orange Cassidy. I'm sure that may maybe took up some time. But one thing, so Lance Archer comes running down like through the ramp, and then Jake Roberts is right behind him, right? <laughs> and then Jake Roberts does this thing where he has to stay, you know, kind of like stand between Lance Archer and the ring to kind of like push him back. But then yeah. at one point, and it was just like it, over a span of two seconds, and he was clearly trying to do something. I don't know what it was. Who knows what was going through his head? He grabs his heart. 
and kind of steps back. And for a second, <laughs> I actually thought to myself, Drake Roberts is oh, having no. a heart attack. Like, <laughs> there's no way I wouldn't have heard about this, like, already. I mean, I watched it this morning, but there was just, yeah. and it was like, you know, just his hands were on Lance Archer. They're kind of holding him back. And it was just a second that his own hand ended up on his heart. I th- and did he wince? Did his face go like, it was kind of like the way he stepped back, almost kind of maybe looked like he was falling, you know, down <laughs> or something. And I just thought, oh my God, Drake oh, Roberts having a heart attack right now but he didn't it was just it was just i mean no maybe though maybe you caught something and you can oh my god oh my god well that's i have you heard him talk he's gonna have a heart attack any day now i mean he's probably he's probably probably Uh, i didn't see that little moment though it was was (laughs) so quick uh and um yeah lance archer taking on miro that's our next thing yeah sky and page the constant attack on uh darby allen and sting make me feel like darby sting sky page sky page page sky uh you know know. double or nothing tag team match because we still haven't seen sting in the ring we no. have to at one point, right? Yeah, I mean, it's weird. It seemed like they were leading towards him and Archer, but now Archer's, I don't know, Archer's kind of flip-flopping. He's a well, good guy. Well, we were scared guy. about that because he's so big. <laughs> well, <laughs> like, no, yeah. maybe not Lance Archer. Let's, let's bring it back a little bit uh, to somebody else. But yeah, Sting, Sting's record continues to remain 1-0. and You know, he's, uh, he has, I don't think, yeah, he has no singles matches under his under his belt or anything like that. So it would be nice to see uh, something live, you know, just something live. Yeah. I mean, maybe they'll, yeah, I don't know. Maybe they'll have another tag match at double or nothing. Who knows? Yeah. Maybe. Or yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, if it's, but if it is another tag match, don't pre-film it. We're no, done. No. Do We're it done in the ring with this pre-films. Time. Yeah. Now that crowds are back, let's just do it in the ring. Exactly. Right. We're here. We're, you're allowed. Oh, I, I, I guess. Is this the end of the cinematic match? Um, I mean, it can still exist in some form, but I mean, I feel like it can still full on. If it does, nothing on the uh, like uh, whatever fucking graveyard match that we had yeah, last. Yeah, yeah. Know? Barring special circumstances, I don't think we'll have anything like that again. Because that's too bad. Because the gra- that graveyard match was like a you know like a solid eighteen minutes of fun. Uh, but it just uh, wouldn't. It just wouldn't translate if you were sitting at the ACC and watching uh, an 18-minute match on a television. It just wouldn't. That sucks. Those are so fun. Well, we'll always have the memories. Maybe those, we'll see those. Uh, you know, maybe see those on our weekly on our weekly television show. Instead, uh, right? If you want to do a cinematic match, maybe it it has to be on your. It has to be on NXT Wednesday, Tuesday. It has to be on Wednesday. It has to be on Monday or Friday. I mean, they can, but soon enough, they're going to be out of the Thunderdome again. Oh, my God. You're right. Like, probably by the end of the summer. Fuck. I'm, 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 too bad. Too bad. I'm going to miss them. Oh, well, they got time him. for one more. I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. We got time for one more. That's all we get. We got one more, folks. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we'll see. The Money in the Bank was cinematic last year, but I don't think they're going to do that again. No, WWE is really waiting on bringing back fans in any capacity, and I wonder why that is. Because they definitely have the money to do so. I think SummerSlam. Well, SummerSlam's definitely. But or be. even in the capacity where uh, AEW just and Daily's Place, like even something in that capacity. Like in theory, all you need is Molson Amphitheater and sell twenty percent of the tickets, right? You know, like or something is <laughs> something that's simple enough. Uh, that I'm surprised WWE's waited on this long. Yeah, and even we uh, amongst AEW, uh, the Excalibur and JR were promoing like going back on tour, 
They have shows live in uh, like a couple in Texas, I think I saw. Maybe one somewhere else in Florida, I believe in July. Uh, yeah, they're yeah they're touring again. AEW in the summertime. Yeah, so it, it, it's just weird that the company with that I thought had more money is waiting longer to get back to making money. I don't know. It's weird. I don't. I hope. But, do you uh, think Vince likes the Thunderdome now? Maybe it's. Been, I feel like it's been long enough. He forgets what in person professional wrestling is like, <laughs> and maybe I mean, like maybe we'll stick with the Thunderdome for way too long. No, I think they prefer the crowds, but okay. uh, they did. I mean, they're gonna keep it somewhere. This giant technology they've invested in. They're yeah, what gonna, are they doing uh, with all these video screens? We got a. Yeah. Oh my god, they're gonna bring them into. They're gonna bring them into their weekly show somehow. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Sure as heck hope not. But that was the entire week. That was a that was a great episode of AEW Dynamite. Andy, you gotta be checking out Dark more often. If it's ever on, if it's ever just on, don't go out of your way to watch it. Yeah. Well, I don't really watch, like, YouTube, like, live content on YouTube. And that's what makes it so fun. I don't think it's live. <laughs> I do, well, I, I'm not sure if it's live or if it's well, pre-taped. Live to air. Yeah. yeah, live to air. I'm not sure what it is yet. Uh, but it is fun. You know, you're watching, there's, like, eight. It's like 8,621 people. I'm like, yeah, and me. Like, I'm one of them. <laughs> <laughs> I am also. And they get, like, honestly, they have, like, 15 matches on that card. They're all squashes. But you get to see your favorites, like John Moxley and Brian Cage and uh, number 10. You get to see all the people you like just win. Statlander, uh, Brian Pillman, Griff Garrison. I think they have a match coming up. I think the Young Bucks <laughs> called them out uh, at the end of their match on this week's show. They have a cheerleader with them now. They have a whole like aesthetic now. They all look like they all have like Letterman jackets. It's uh, they've got a whole thing going on now. And this you can only check that out on AEW Dark. AEW <laughs> Dark. That was the show, folks. Let's uh, let's get into the last little bit of business before we sign off. And, of course, we're talking about the Wrestler of the Week. Yeah. Maybe we should talk about Backlash real quick. Oh, shit. I forgot about that. I was having so much fun. I forgot about uh, – I didn't forget about WrestleMania Backlash. So let's get into it because we do have six matches with a potential, I guess, on SmackDown Friday night match also. Yeah, potential for us. Yeah, potential. We'll so, Mike, how about you book this card here for us? All right, let's start with the Lumberjack match. Damian Priest versus The Miz. Uh, yeah, I mean, not that not that craziest step, but hopefully we can just end the feud here and move on. So who do we think our Lumberjacks are going to be? Uh, uh, I don't know, the 24-7 <laughs> division? Yeah, uh, yeah, we've got uh, Drew Gulak. Tazawa. is going to be there. Tazawa is going to be there. We've got, uh, oh, speaking of... Uh, we haven't seen that 24-7 title in a long time, speaking of which. Yeah, um, not since the the Old Spice guy. I stuff. bet we're going to see uh, what remain of the Lucha House Party. Yeah. Oh, um, I didn't even mention it. They had like a promo video this week. They're, I don't know, rebuilding. I, I totally forgot about that. Doesn't matter. Um, totally doesn't it's matter. It's always fun to <laughs> see who's going to be out there in the Lumberjack position. Yeah. But uh, give the win to Priest and let's move on. Let's move on. Uh, we got the tag team title match, the Dirty Dogs, defending against Ray and Dominic Mysterio. And as we said already, let's give it to the father and son. Let's make it the first daddy-son tag team, maybe, probably? 
Officially, I think so. Officially, pretty sure. At least in WWE. Uh, yeah. Let's get that off. It's uh, it sucks that this is our only um tag match here booked for the show already. Uh, nothing to do with the women's tag scene. Uh, AJ and Omos still not uh around yet. So this is our only tag action for the entire show. Yeah, I mean, uh, hopefully it's a good one. Should mm-hmm. be. Uh, then we got the triple threat match for the Raw Women's Championship. Rhea Ripley defending against Asuka and Charlotte Flair. And, uh, yeah, Ripley should win. She should retain. Yeah, Rhea should probably retain. And uh, hopefully in, like, a real shitty way. <laughs> because, yeah, <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, really, I'm, re- I'm really banking on, uh, on you know, the uh, full heel turn for uh, Rhea Ripley. I want it. Yeah. I'd be down, but you can never count out them putting or the just, on Charlotte. Yeah, or just give the belt to Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Pick a yeah, lane. Either they're... full heel Ripley or the <coughs> obvious choice as champion. It's real not mm. it's really not that difficult. <laughs> yeah. But uh we got the other women's title match, Bianca Belair defending against Bailey. And what should just be a solid one on one contest here. Uh Belair retains. Yeah, Bianca Blair needs a needs a good follow up match from her uh, from her WrestleMania bout. So it would be nice to see her um, coming away with something good. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we got the triple threat for the WWE Championship: Bobby Lashley against Drew McIntyre, Braun Strowman. Uh, yeah, I just assume Lashley's going to retain this one as well. Lashley will probably retain. There's a lot of beef in this ring right now. Yeah, a little bit too much beef. Well, anytime there's a, anytime <laughs> I see a lot of beef, I think to myself, we can always add a little more beef. As long as these three guys are hanging around that WWE championship, Brock Lesnar is fucking looming. I I hate to say it. I'm not I, I'm not on 4chan. I'm not checking out the conspiracy boards. I'm just <laughs> using my noodle. Brock, Brock, no, I, Brock Lesnar is never far away from that WWE championship, and considering that it's in the shitter right now, fans coming back, SummerSlam, it's, it's going to happen. It's going to happen before we know it. It's happening before we know it. Yeah, Lashley, Lesnar, you know, that's a fresh matchup. Good, it's He's a good alliteration. Guy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, the Beast, he'll be back at some point. He has to be, right? Nobody says no to that many millions of dollars for that little of work. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, let's go to the main event, the match we've all been looking forward to. We got Roman Reigns defending the Universal title against Cesaro in the biggest match of his career. And, uh, yeah, I'm just looking forward to a damn good performance from him. Don't expect to win, but doesn't matter. Oh, of course. Definite definite main event, like you said. Roman Reigns is the only person in the main event who belongs there. Uh, and so does Cesaro. No, you're exactly right. It's going to be a great match. Uh, hopefully, I, I, I want little interference from the uh, the two ooses. Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully we can keep them in check. We'll keep them in check a little bit. Uh, but it will be a, yeah, it's shaping up to be a pretty good card. Hopefully that's about it. Uh, hopefully nothing gets added late. If it does, pre-show, so I don't have to watch it. Mike, that was WrestleMania Backlash. Let's get into the final segment, the Wrestler of the Week. It's the Wrestler of the Week of the Week. Wrestler of the Week of the Week of the Week. Wrestler of the Week of the Week of the Week. 
already yes. I already I already pumped it up earlier. I completely forgot That's that it. we were going to backlash. <clears throat> um, my wrestler of the week this week. I'm going simple. Doesn't you don't always have to wow me. You don't always have to do something crazy. Sometimes you just got to go out there and uh, achieve. I'm going to give it to Miro. Miro, you are the wrestler of the week. Um, with that big TNT championship win. Now go places with it. You know? We haven't had somebody as lumbering as you since uh, Brody Lee was kind of uh, was spearheading this. You know, the, the dominant force that he was. Uh, so love to see Miro just kind of plow through a bunch of motherfuckers. Yeah, definitely. If they keep going with the way he looked this, this last couple of weeks, then, uh, yeah, the future looks good for Miro. Mm-hmm. And for that reason, I will double down and go with Miro as well for the wrestler of the week. Fantastic. Yeah, maybe his first ever appearance on the red. Three titles in one week. Yeah, it, it is. It is his first uh, Miro or the man formerly known as Rusev. Uh, first time that you are the wrestler of the week. And unanimous. It's been a little while since we've had unanimous. Yeah, we uh, had a big streak at the beginning of the year. We did. It was huge. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know. That's usually, yeah, you know, that's the build to wrestling. Now we fizzled out and had a great streak again. Oh, we've just, we've just been uh, clicking. We've just been clicking lately. <laughs> uh, well, that was it. That was all the time we have for the podcast. Thanks for listening. Rate, re like, subscribe. The show is everywhere. Tune in to WrestleMania Backlash this weekend. Uh, and we'll be back next week to cover all the action from there. Oh, yeah, baby. Okay, Mike, take care of yourself. See you later. Shoot.